Hey guys, welcome to episode 90 of the Hey Okay Ha Happy Hour. I'm being accused of eating people's foods. This, these allegations will not stand in the court of law. Um, whatever. What? What? How the hell are you guys doing? I know it's been a, a long while since I jabbered at you. I took a little sabbatical, delayed the first uh, episode of this year. This is the first one of twenty twenty-two. Uh, it's been a weird five weeks, hasn't it? A lot, lot has changed. Don't even know where to begin. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about like the world, right? The narratives. It is. Uh, it has shifted. So, I don't know. Before we get into that, I'll just. Uh, oh, also, so I did some traveling. I was in uh, Florida, South Dakota, Minnesota. Great cross section of this fine country of ours. But um, I get back, and about a week after I I returned to the uh, eastern seaboard. Philadelphia area, I get uh, the COVID. Here's my COVID story. I'm going to break it down. Um, how I experienced this. Um, first night, fever. A little bit of a fever. Uh, next day, fever. Um, and then the next day, no fever. And a little bit of a back ache, a little you know that little stiffness, and um, and then I couldn't taste food for like eight days, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. I didn't have to blow my nose one time. Didn't have the diarrhea. Didn't cough. I had to clear my throat one time, and I thought, okay, maybe this is happening for real this deadly disease that we had to shut the world down for we have to mandate vaccines for it's come because i'm not vaccinated right so i'm a vulnerable person i'm one of these people you read about filling up the hospitals right dying not even putting up a fight um just dying so i'm like oh okay all right but that was fucking it and jesus i expected a little bit more right out of a pandemic virus. Expect the hype. This is like the Peter McNeely of uh, virus. That's not a good example. This is like the, um, good God, come up with a better analogy on the fly, Matt. For shame, you call yourself a podcaster. But you get the idea, man. This is not, this virus is a bitch. Like, I don't want to disrespect anybody out there, but... If you get hospitalized with this thing, man, you gotta you gotta up your game. You gotta toughen up. Don't let them put remdesivir in your system, ruin your kidneys, put you on a ventilator, and murder you for that extra forty nine k. Don't let that happen to you. Don't go to the hospital. Bad move. Bad move. Uh, just have a fever for two days. Yeah, I can't go back to work, you know, because they want to make sure I I don't. Uh, you know, the CDC lowered it to from like fourteen days to five days. Here's the thing, though. I, did I get tested? No, I didn't get tested. Why would I get tested? I mean, at the beginning, right? If I have the symptoms and I have it and I go and get tested, I'm going to go stand in line next to a bunch of people, probably immunocompromised hypochondriacs. And if I do have it, or even what I have, if even if it's not 
I'm getting other people sick. So why don't I just assume I have it, self-isolate for the fucking, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys, right? He had COVID, but he did quarantine and got three elderly people sick. Look at this guy get canceled. You don't want to be one of those guys. So let me follow the rules. I'll even self-isolate for an extra day just because I'm that nice of a fucking guy. I don't want any blood on my hands. But if I went and gotten tested, I would have been in contact with people. How is this testing shit? This is ridiculous. Um, I hope this microphone only picks up my voice. <laughs> uh, but, you know, this getting tested right away, this hypochondria, I got to get tested, is is counterproductive. Just assume you got it. And... and uh, Took my vitamin. Now, to be fair here, I did take ivermectin. <gasps> I'm so sorry. Yes, yes. Ivermectin. Now, either the ivermectin worked and it prevented me from getting very sick, or the ivermectin didn't work. And this disease is completely overblown. It's like one of those two. Unless my immune system is just that awesome. But I don't think I'm alone. You know? I think my mother got it. And I think, you know, I don't want to assume anything. But her health might be a little, just being older, might be a little less than mine. And I think she, similar experience now she was vaxxed maybe that made it easier for her maybe ivermectin was my savior and her vax was hers i don't know or maybe it would have been the same either way who the fuck knows but it was uh you know i don't want to sit here brag about my ivermectin use because i don't want to sit here humble brag telling you that i i know some healthcare workers that are not completely brainwashed and uh would, would hook a motherfucker up. Uh, I don't want to sit there because maybe you don't have healthcare professionals in your life that are not completely brainwashed. You know, that would suck. Go to the hospital. Sorry, uh, we've been instructed by the FDA to not administer monoclonal antibodies, even though they have been proven to work. We don't want to do that. Well, the FDA says they don't work, so uh, it's like okay. Well, uh, can we? What's the risk factor? You know, what's the trade-off? If, the, if it doesn't work, what, what are the negative side effects? Well, there not, aren't really any, but uh, it would just be um, a complete waste of time. <laughs> There's no fucking negative effects. Well, no is a big word. You know, 0% and 100% are very rare. But as far as the safety profile of ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies, it's as good as you can get. So why not give her the old college try, right? All right. Enough of that shit. But I tell you what, in my travels, I was staying at a hotel in Minneapolis. And by the way, Minneapolis, those are some mask people, man. I was like wondering where the mask people went. Because if you look online and on polls, and you'll see like half the country is like, we had to have masks. But like in my day-to-day life, like where are the mask people? Nobody's fucking wearing these fucking masks anywhere unless they're required. And I'm in a blue area. You know what I mean? So where the fuck are the mask people? Are we just saying one thing and doing the other? Hmm, probably. But where the fuck are the mask people? Like these people on social media bitching about people without masks. I see them in photos at bars without masks. Like, what the fuck? Do you really believe it? Anyway, 
Minneapolis, these motherfuckers walk the walk because they're masked people. Holy shit. The anxiety in the air in the hotel lobby alone, the checkout girl, it was weird. I almost felt sorry for her because I had just come from Florida. You know, I was in Key Largo, Miami. They don't give a fuck down there, man. They're all happy in the sunshine, uh, laughing at people with masks, um, doing God knows what. And you go up to Minnesota, man, talk about, I'm looking California, feeling Minnesota uh, at first when I got into the lobby. But I was in town on New Year's Day because I wanted to see my friend's band reunite at the, uh, it used to be called The Nomad. They changed their name to Part Wolf. Um, The band is The Blend. um, And uh, that was great. And hanging out afterwards was great. But I get back to my hotel room, three in the morning, right? Not a lot of activity. Open my hotel door. Something physically impossible happened. My door opened two inches and stopped right away because the latch above it was was uh, activated. You know, it was flipped over, that secondary lock. I'm like, who the hell's inside? Because, to, to, you know, right, you can't physically lock that if you leave, right? And I can see in the, in the room, not a big room, there's nobody in there. And everything looks like where I had left it. You know what I mean? And... So I go down the lobby. It's a 65-year-old-ish lady working at the front desk, and she doesn't have the tool to uh, get in the door. But she said, oh, let me come take a look. Uh, so verify I'm not crazy or making shit up. We get up there. She's like, yeah, well, that's that's really weird. Never seen this before. I'm like, I, that's, that's weird. I don't know how this is physically possible. And she said, well, we're going to have to break it. I'm like, break it? She said, yep. I'm like, all right. Because I know she's not going to do it, you know. She's a, a frail, older woman, and besides, she shouldn't have to do it. She might, you know, hurt something. So I get to do it, but I go to her, hey, all right, I'm just making sure now I'm not going to get billed for this, right? It's like, no, no, I'll put it in writing. All right, sure, because when do you get the opportunity to, uh, you know, semi-quasi-trash a hotel room, right, with permission? What you shouldn't do, by the way. That's, what, that's a douche move, the hotel trash and why would you do that right some how would you feel if you had a place like an airbnb or renting out and some 22 year old douchebags think they're god because they can play a musical instrument do thousands of dollars of damage to not not cool man not cool but i had permission and i had uh i was morally ethically and legally allowed to do this okay so i'm like i'm gonna put my shoulder through the door basically and you know, you don't aim for the door, I told myself. You got to aim through the door, like pretend there's another door six inches past the door and go for that one. Um, and it worked. Psh, door breaks through, the lock thing flies off, and then I realized something. First of all, I verified nobody else was in the room, right? It could have been a fucking serial killer lurking in the bathroom or in that little closet with the ironing board just waiting for this to happen. It's a weird motive, but I guess anything's possible. Nobody's in there, but then I realized something. Because I'm not like the strongest guy in the world. Me breaking through that door made me realize a lot of these locks, these materials aren't shit. There's nothing keeping the boogeyman out, man. If somebody wants to get into your place, they will get in your place. Um, I don't know what kind of locks you guys have, 
but it's not like we're living in the 1400s with stone castles and 3,000 pound wooden planked gates with giant uh, chain levy pulleys hoisting it up over a moat filled with alligators, right? There's no security. If somebody wants to get in your house, they're going to get in your, your fucking place. It's all theater, right? It's all an illusion, man. But nobody, not nobody, but it's rare. People, people don't really like, right? Aren't we? Aren't we so? Aren't we so great humans? Not breaking down doors. Um. Anyway, that was fun for me to do though, because I'm not a police officer. I've never had to barrel down a door. I'm not a burglar. I've never had to break into somebody's place. And if I lock myself out, I'm calling a locksmith. You know what I mean? So that was fun. Very cathartic. Uh, so if you can find a way. Uh, again, I don't know how the hell I did it, but if you can leave and close your hotel door and somehow get that latch to, to follow with you so you're locked out, um, it's, 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 not, it's not a bad way to, to blow off some steam, break it down a door. Um, so there's that. What else are we looking at here? Oh, boy. How do I even touch on this? Young man, look at my life. I was once like you. Poor Neil Young. Poor Neil. Because I've always liked Neil Young. Give me some Southern man, some heart of gold. Right? For dead in Ohio. Hmm. You know the, the hits. The grandfather of grunge. The dirty old man with his distorted guitar. Rocking in the free world. Canadian to and through, almost but not quite in the tradition of outlaw country musicians like Merle Haggard and John Prine. Not in the adjacent, same tree, different branch. Um, but he, uh, I mean, it really shows what aging does to all of us. Like Father Time is undefeated, you know. This guy is clamoring for censorship for censorship not against censorship he used to be against censorship but now he's he wants uh spotify to censor uh, the joe rogan uh podcast he wants to censor joe rogan's podcast or have spotify remove joe rogan i.e censor or if they don't remove him at least censor the program because he had the inventor co-inventor of the mRNA technology on, and they broke it down on the vaccine. So in other words, Neil Young thinks he knows more about this shit than the guy who invented the vaccine. And moreover, that censorship is the solution to what he calls misinformation. How the fuck do we know what misinformation is? The only way we know is through open and honest debate in the free-flowing of ideas. I thought we all agreed on this shit. What the fuck changed in the last 18 months where censorship is even on the table? When has censorship ever worked? It doesn't. When is it? When have the, uh, the good guys, for lack of a better word, ever advocated for censorship? I don't know, but Father Time is undefeated, and these geriatric motherfuckers are not having any of this, what they call anti-vax stuff. They're not having it. There's, this guy loves. If the last sixty years have taught us anything, it's that Neil Young loves needles. 
This guy, he can't get enough, man. He just likes to get punctured in the arm with God knows what being injected into him. This guy can't. So he literally tells Spotify, hey, you either remove Joe Rogan, you, you can have Rogan and or you can have Neil Young, but you can't have both, he says. Spotify's like, okay. Neil Young catalog removed from Spotify. Oh, my God. Poor Neil, because I love Neil. Just, you get old, man. You just get old. He's not the same guy. 22-year-old Neil Young does not have this stance, right? And for that matter, Joni Mitchell, who's also making the same or at least a similar demand. And there's not a badder bitch in the world than Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell, we're talking about not only as a singer-songwriter, but her guitar chops, I mean, she could hang with jazz musicians. And she didn't have, you know, shallow things to say. So Joni Mitchell, another great artist, but these are geriatrics, man. You get old. It's just like when they were young, they were saying, how can the older generation be so brainwashed by the establishment, clamor for censorship, and want the government to control the bodies how do they not see that it's brainwashing man right but then you get older you start believing this shit you get phone calls from public weekly publishers clearinghouse or the fuck it is telling you want why do you think scammers target old people right and and these old people weren't always this goofy and gullible you know you if you meet a 90 year old that's all you know him as a goofy, gullible 90-year-old. That fucker might have been a beatnik in the 50s, man. He might have been the hippest cat on the block seeing through all the shit. But you get old. It happens. And it's just really sad but humbling to see Neil Young and Joni fucking Mitchell get swindled by establishment propaganda who they used to be the vanguards of, you know, from from free love to don't touch me. I need to isolate from humanity. From question authority to you better blindly accept authority or I'll want you censored. It is so bizarre. But um, it's just, just interesting times we live in, huh? Interesting times. And now they're trying to blame the rats. Uh, have you seen the, you know, we'll, we'll blame any fucking, we'll blame the coronavirus on anything other than uh, where it actually came from. Uh, now they're saying Omicron was was from uh, from rats, which is the easiest fall guy as far as the animal, you know. It's bats and rats. If you ever want to blame an animal for a disease, just go with bats. Monkeys work too, but really it's rats, starting with the bubonic plague. Like they shouldn't even have a scapegoat. That shouldn't be a thing. A scapegoat. They should just call it scape rat because that's what they are. Mice and rats. We blame them for everything. Like how the hell? Who the hell can't socially distance from a mouse? Who the fuck is getting sick from from a goddamn mouse? They're saying like the bubonic plague, for example. They blame the rats for that. Like how the fuck do we know anything about? We don't have any testing or samples from fifteen fuck hundred. I don't know the it's all theorizing 
that the rats or the fleas on the rats spread the bubonic plague. That's just a theory. But you know, man, Europeans were living in their own shit and piss, right? There was no running sewage system. They didn't have germ theory yet. They didn't know anything. They were living with their livestock. It was a fucking mess. They were drinking from sewers, basically. No wonder they had diseases. I mean, come on. You got to blame the goddamn rats. So here we're blaming the rats again. You know, all right. Canadian convoy, the freedom convoy. Have you seen this? 50,000 plus trucks have taken to the interstate highways and byways of Canada. A massive convoy. 50,000 people is a pretty big crowd, but you're talking about 50,000 semi-trucks, sorted farm equipment, maybe a lot of sedans and cars. Just tagging along. They're uh, protesting the vaccine mandate and the lockdown measures. They're being branded as anti-vax. That's a good label to throw on somebody. But really, it's I believe a lot of vaccinated truckers are are joining. They don't want the mandate and the uh, the lockdowns and all the the tyrannical overreach that we've seen in the last two years. And they have uh, I think they're in Ottawa as I jabber. Or uh, Justin Trudeau. You can't have a, a prime minister or a president named Justin. No disrespect to the Justins out there. I've known many fine fellows named Justin. I'd go so far to say Justin is one of the most reliably personable first names in Christendom. But as far as world leader, you can't have a Justin. Justins are are just too. They're just they're too young. First of all, and they're just. Justin? Come on. So Justin, Prime Minister Justin, we could be a president of a frat, but you can't have a... Anyway, President Prime Minister Justin, just as they come to Ottawa, and by the way, most Americans, I might guess, don't even know Ottawa is the capital of Canada, okay? I'm not going to pretend like I've known this for a long, long time, but there you go, Ottawa. It's like the D.C. of Canada. All these truckers come to Canada, and old Justin says he's got to self-isolate despite being triple-vaxxed, despite having a negative COVID test. <laughs> like, you know, the negative COVID test is probably enough for me. You know, maybe take two or three tests just to double-check. But if you get a, a few negative tests in a row and you're triple-vaxxed, I think you're good, dude. I think you're good. But no, he's got to self-isolate uh, just as the trucks arrive because he – I don't shared an elevator with somebody who tested positive, right? Even though he tested negative, he's got, it's just wacky world. It's a wacky world. I should look at the news right now just to make sure there's not like a January 6th clusterfuck occurring right now. Um, nope. We should, nothing in the news so far. Washington Post says U.S. says Russia clearly now has capability to attack as Ukraine complains of Western panic. You think? What was this vilification of Russia and China? Holy shit. Just the last five, seven years we're being conditioned for, for war. What a bizarre narrative we got over there. With the, have you seen this Russia shit? The U.S. was like, hey, uh, we don't, we're going to tell you how we know, but we're pretty sure that Russia wants to invade Ukraine. 
And Russia's like, I don't know what you're talking about. We're not, we have no plans to. And he goes, no, you're going to invade. You're going to do a false flag attack. And then we're going to, that's what you're going to do. We know it. Russia's like, no, it's, it's not true at all. And then Ukraine's like, yeah, we're good, man. Like we, I don't know how Ukraine talks, probably similar to Russia. But they're like, we don't, Russia's not invading us, man. We're cool. Chill out, NATO. Chill out, U.S. And so basically the U.S. accuses Russia of wanting to invade Ukraine. So what does the U.S. do? Invade Ukraine. <laughs> oh, no, talking about sending over some more troops to Ukraine's border. But it's like 30% of Ukraine is uh, Russia, I think Russian-speaking, or they identify as Russian, one of the two. It's a pretty good chunk. And I'm all for independence, you know. You don't want to be part of a super state. But Ukraine is used to be a part of Russia. Be like if Texas seceded. Not that far-fetched. Like if Texas seceded, it could be its own country, but still would have a kinship with America, much more so than it would with say, Russia. So, clearly, Russia, I mean, Ukraine is much more Russian than it is American. I don't know why we think that's our property, but, so this saber-rattling is a little, hopefully it's much ado about nothing, but you don't want war. Don't want war. I don't know how many times this needs to be said, but war, not so good. It's not good for anybody except for defense contractors and uh, weapons manufacturers. But other than that, not so good for you and me, probably. If you're listening to this, it's probably not good for you. I don't know your background. You could be the CEO of Boeing. I don't. That's that's between you and your, and your boss. I don't know. It's none of my business. But most of us, it's not so good for us. One more relative or friend or you yourself that's maimed or killed in a unnecessary war. Not good. Uh, especially with nukes. What are we doing? And what's the dispute over? Right? The same thing with Crimea. Remember when Russia so-called annexed Crimea? When 90% of the Crimeans voted to join Russia? and We made it seem like Putin was stealing Crimea. Crimea, they're basically Russia. It's like the area between Ukraine and Russia. You talk about people that have identification with Russia. It's within Ukraine. It would be that region more so than any other region. And we made it seem like, uh, I don't know. It's hard to know what to believe, right? There's propaganda. Any Western reporting of the situation is going to be tilted, obviously. And any reporting from Russia's point of view is going to be tilted that direction, obviously. Uh, but it seems, you know, as if you try to be neutral, you'd say Russia has a better claim to Ukraine than we do, you know. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if Russia had troops in, I don't know, let's say Cuba. Um, Canada, better example. Let's say Russia had fucking troops in Canada. And uh, what would we say about that? And then what if Russia started to say, hey, uh, we hear America's going to invade Canada, so we're going to uh, we're going to invade Canada. We would be like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? Canada is way more American than it is Russia. Get the fuck out of here! You're, you're getting too close, man. Six feet, six feet, sir." So, uh, I don't know. Whatever happened to anti-war? What? Whatever happened? 
They got old. That's what happened. We just talked about it. Neil Young, Joni Mitchell. Rats blaming the rats. By the way, COVID, this needs to be said. It has been said elsewhere, but I'm going to repeat it because this is mildly important. This COVID virus, right, it has uh, animal reservoirs. Like they're white-tailed deer are testing positive for this shit. Like I don't know who the hell is catching this from deer. Like if we can't socially distance from deer, it's not going to work with people. I don't know what to tell you. But all these animals have it. The, the mice, the, the fucking beavers, I think, uh, deer, probably elk, you know. And you can't have a vaccine against a virus with animal reservoirs. Because even if 100% of the humans get the vaccine, and even if the vaccine is 100% effective, and neither one of those numbers are even approachable, you would still have the virus mutating in animal reservoirs. And you now have a selective pressure on it to mutate to evade the vaccine. This is always this is why we've been told for decades that you can't have vaccines for the common cold for coronaviruses because they mutate too quickly, and you can't have vaccines for viruses with animal reservoirs. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, these vaccines are. Um, I don't know. The cost benefit analysis seems very tilted in one direction. And I'll leave it at that. So go Canadian Convoy. Back to what I was... This is one of the most disjointed podcasts ever. I went on a limb and then a branch. And then I jumped to the other branch from the other limb that I was just on. I'm like a squirrel. This is a squirrely podcast. Jumping around from limb to limb. But the Canada Convoy. Finish my thought on that. What I hope is not the case because I can just see these truckers becoming the fall guys for supply chain issues. Because Canada, evidently, from what I've read, shelves are drying up. We have supply chain issues in America, to be sure. But let's say it gets worse in Canada, where it's already worse than it is here. Who do you think they're going to blame? These fucking anti-vax truckers. They should have been hauling our food to people, but instead they were down in Ottawa, and now we're starving. Man, that's going to convince enough idiots to have a lot of hate in their hearts. Um, so if you're Canadian, uh, I don't know, another pitch for my email here, if you ever want to email me, especially if you're Canadian, I want to know what the fuck is going on up there. Because I don't know what to believe. Uh, MP at heyokayhahappyhour.com and I'm running out of shit to say so shall we call it quitsies? let's call it quitsies Uh, hope you're having a good year by the way as I said this is the first podcast of the year Uh, we'll get back on a regular schedule here pretty quick Uh, hope you're healthy oh another thing I mean a lot of people were sick this past month whether it was Omicron Whatever the fuck it was, a lot of people are sick. So, vaxxed and unvaxxed. So, hopefully, that means that we're going to be less sick moving forward because we got our immunity, natural immunity. See, look at me ending on a high note. That's been episode 90 of the Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour. We'll talk to you next week or thereabouts. Until then, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Bye bye.